Welcome back to another episode of No Highway Option, the cinema podcast where we answer the one question that applies to every film ever made. Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier? My name is Connor. I'm one of your hosts. And if I could go back to when I was 17 and fix anything, I would probably... I'd probably make sure I wasn't sick for uh, the boys versus girls football game because that seemed like fun and I felt bad that I couldn't go. Uh, I'm your other host, Luke. Uh, the thing that I would have to go back to 17 to fix. Um, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, you're the one who came up with this. And I know. Just, I don't know. I'd, uh, I'd have to yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a Kevin Feige joke in there somewhere. Um, I mean, that would, it, uh, for you would be t- what? 2011, 2010. Yes. So okay. what are we, we're at Iron Man 2. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I changed mine. I would uh, introduce myself to going to a gym more often. Because well, yeah. I, I was skinny and I had a metabolism then. And then I went to college and discovered beer. I'd probably learn the piano then. There you go. my hands were more nimble. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. But it was said. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Shannon. Uh, back when I was 17, I started college, and that's when I met Luke and Connor. And if there's one thing I could change, it would be the conversation I had with Luke outside of the J truck uh, right after callbacks uh, when I was talking about my hot takes on the human centipede. What would you change it to, or would you just make sure to never talk to him so you wouldn't um, be I probably wouldn't have like the first conversation I remember having with Luke being about uh, whether or not people deserve to have their lips sewn to buttholes uh, outside of the J truck. Right. Well, weird first conversation. Anything else? Anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Um, In case you couldn't tell from all of that, today's movie, which was given to us by Corey. Right? Corey gave us this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, That tracks. We were in high school together at that time. Yeah, in case you couldn't tell, it's 17 again. The 2009... uh, I like saying the director, but this is directed by someone named Burr Steers. Yeah, there was a picture of him at the end. Yeah, that's they did that thing that anything that's set in high school is like, look at the creative team as teenagers and I then the, knew it i knew connor was gonna be mean about it i wasn't it was mean fun. about it yeah it's cute it's a thing that they all do i didn't say it was a I just stupid the thing zac efron ones where it's like here's zac efron yeah we years ago. we saw you like this <laughs> that and the kid who was you know eating the alfalfa the same thing like that kid was also he was the same age as he was there yeah i liked how the director of photography had a photo not found i was yeah. like I want to know more about this guy. They should have taken some, uh, like, superlative group photos. Yeah, that'd be cute. That would have been cute. Um, I Yeah, does anyone have any history with this movie? Yeah, it's a banger, dude. I saw it when I was a kid. I didn't see it until I was an adult, but I was like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is fun. I'm 90% positive I saw it in theaters and then never watched it again until last weekend. And then again today. Why'd you have to watch it twice in two weeks? Because uh, I fell asleep during like the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, this it, it's, a, it's good. It's a fun little comedy, you know? I swore it was a remake, but apparently not. I don't know if that's like a Mandela effect thing, but I like swore that they did a 17... Nelson Mandela? Yes. There's no more to this joke. I just thought <laughs> that just would be funny. just wanted to say his full name. <laughs> yes. No, Harvey Mandela. <laughs> Herbie Mandela? <laughs> um, uh, there was a, like, ABC Family movie or like a... I don't know. It looks like it's a, was on Showtime called Seventeen again in but the two thousand, isn't it? Yeah, it's two grandparents become seventeen. Yeah, isn't they, it a decom? I thought it was a decom, but it this says it first aired on Showtime. Oh, 
But yeah, well, I, I remember that being good. I do not remember anything about it though. But I think as a kid, I assume or teenager, I assumed that this was a remake of that. So I was like, oh, weird that they <laughs> went from two girls to one guy. That's a tight turnaround for them to have been remaking it. I feel like it's more like Freaky Friday meets, I don't know, Benjamin Button or like It's a Wonderful Life. I guess. I mean, there's a Freaky Friday ish movie coming out or maybe it just came out. Which one? Uh, oh, that Netflix thing with Julia Roberts and Ed yes, Helms, like family switcheroo or some shit. Yeah, it's just they all switch instead of just two. The baby is a dog. Yeah. Are you talking about wife swap? No, no, that's a show about wives being swapped and then yelling at each other. Yeah, it's like Freaky Friday to me. Back where I belong. No, and it I... feels so good. We watch a lot of Wife Swap in this house. <laughs> we haven't for most of this year, but there was a time. Um, the uh, no, a good Freaky Friday movie that came out recently is Freaky, the uh, 2020 slasher where Vince Vaughn swaps bodies with a teenage girl. Vince Vaughn should have gotten a Glo- Golden Globe nomination for that because he's so goddamn funny. I mean, it. I do not know of one that doesn't hit. The original, Boat Crash into the Water, tee hee hee. Uh, the remake, the fucking the band, you mm-hmm. know. We've and how all, does that make you feel? We've seen it a hundred times, tee hee hee. Mm-hmm. Um, the, freaky, you liked, haven't seen it, Love but good. It. Uh, Rob Schneider's The Hot Chick, not always mentioned in this conversation. It very, is a very good. Friday. Rachel McAdams is always good. Does hit. The, I was just watching this the TikTok isn't a Freaky Friday the other though. day. <laughs> like, Rob Schneider got pretend off to be. Topic from hearing that it was a Freaky Friday. This is One Man Goes Younger. This is Reverse yeah. Big. This is the 2019 movie Little. Connor's going to tell If you team. remember that. It's Freaky Friday meets Benjamin Button. Chicken Little. No, there was that movie in 2019 where, like, it was a mean boss and a little girl was like, damn, I wish you were little. And then, like, the mean boss lady is a child. Is that Kevin Spacey as a cat? No, that's not Nine Lives. <laughs> I've watched Nine Lives. No, it it was on here. That's why it was in my head. I don't know that movie at all. I uh, believe you. Yeah, Regina Hall, Issa Rae. I see the kid listed. Yes, the kid was also, I mean, but that's not this, because, like, Zac Efron... That's not anything like this. Yeah, Matthew Perry never meets Zac Efron. They never shake hands or anything. It's kind of Benjamin Button, because he becomes young, but Zac Efron is never asked how old he is, and he never goes, 37, but I look a lot younger. Mm, He would actually be 36, because... When they're taking the picture at the end, it says 2008. That's 19 years. Wikipedia says the film follows a 37-year-old man, so that's what I was going off of. Their math is all wrong. That's that's what about all right? Go in and edit it. Go in and edit. We don't know anybody's birthday, you know. That's true. He could be a January baby. (laughs) He's not a prom night dumpster baby. But um, Zac Efron's great. Everyone's at least good in this. Who is the at least good? Who in your mind is not great? Everyone's at least good in this. Who's the uh, who's the at least? I think good? Jim Gaffigan's at the bottom because I expected him to be a lot funnier, and he's kind of just dry in it. It's just a weird casting choice. It is. It is. He and does that, good with it. It's yes, just... he does good. He does at least good. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get how he wouldn't recognize a star That's, player from like one of his first years. Yeah. And like that he like yeah. I underst- might have cut it. I understand Leslie Mann doing the smush face. You look just like my husband thing. But I don't understand him at least once being like, you uh, no Donald kid. You're related to him or like when he runs off the field, he is never like or the court. He's never like, I can't believe this is happening again with the same looking yeah. kid. But this time he fucked an older lady. That's probably why they fired him at the end. It's possible. I don't think he was getting fired. 
uh, they hired Matthew Perry to do his job. Yeah, Matthew Perry does. Yeah, but the he coach. said it was his last year. He was retiring after twenty years. Mm-hmm. Maybe they fired him because they didn't want to give him a retirement thing. They didn't want how much of they a... didn't want to give him the gold watch, so they went get the fuck out of here. I don't know how to tell you this, Connor, but uh, high school basketball coaches not getting a gold watch. They might get a gold watch. He's been there for a while. They're making less. He's been there for a while, and he looks exactly the same. He has not aged a day in 20 years. Not a full-time gig. Less than a $1,000 stipend. And I feel like it's usually done by, like, the social studies teacher. I feel like we're at a very rich school if they have one person just being the basketball coach. Or a big school, I guess. Like, And this was yeah. not... This was- Big-ish. was our basket? This was, I don't know if you noticed, but the exterior shots are the same high school from Mean Girls. Hmm. Uh, when Is they're, it abandoned? When they're outside doing, like, the gym stuff in Mean Girls, and, like, she can't catch ball right because she's stupid. Uh, it's the same exterior, but with different, like, paint on it to be, like, this school. I noticed that. I was like, ah, that's neat. I did not notice that. I don't think that they have enough money to pay a basketball coach. Um, And here's why. Usually at Uh schools, every high school I have ever been in. All of them? No, I was in like, I like went to see other sports and I did like pep band and stuff. So I saw the inside of a couple. Um, Every single one I ever went to had a mascot and it was a costume. Some of them were grubbier than others. Mm -hmm. Some of them were different. Um, no school that I went to had a shirtless fat kid. Uh, none was that the mascot. Yeah, um, I can agree that we did not have a shirtless fat kid as a mascot. And we played against schools that were the Warriors. Uh, I went. I lived near Athol in high school. They had something like this as their mascot. Everybody had a thing. Everybody had a costume that you put on. Wasn't, hey, get out there, pink belly. I mean, is that more or less offensive than doing a stereotypical warrior? More! I get, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess like it depends on who you ask. Uh, I, I think <laughs> more because you're already doing the thing. Now you go, get, get out there, big gang! We painted you. They even paint him, they slapped a headdress on him and sent him out there. They went, get out there, half-dressed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Movie high schools are not like normal high schools. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. I don't know. I've uh, I've never seen a mascot look like that, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's very hard to do an, an offensive warrior costume. That's true. I don't think it matters if it's a shirtless kid um, or not. That's true. It's D- 2009. Dude, I was going to say, so, like, do keep in mind this was 14 years ago, but... So, like, I don't think that part of it was in mind. Yeah. I think this was saving money. I think this was purely a financial decision. Well, and wasn't the kid that, like, famous extra? There's, like, that one extra with the glasses and the curly hair who's in, like, everything. He had that Super Bowl commercial. Isn't that a Netflix movie? He, I, I I don't know. Like, But, like, he was in, like... The extra from the commercials. Yeah. That's, like, a movie. They probably made a movie about He's, like, it. on set. He's on billboards. Isn't it, like... It's, like, Ed Helms or somebody, isn't it? I maybe, but like I'm talking about this actual kid who's in it. He was like he like had a Super Bowl commercial where he like made out with a model and everyone's like, I have seen him in fucking everything. And then you look back and like he's playing a high schooler from Sam Raimi's Spider Man all the way to like iCarly just standing in the background. Hmm. No. The- yeah, completely unfamiliar. Yeah, all right. Well I'll find him. Uh but uh, Zach Efron, Zach Efron's good. Like he's always great. I don't. I have not seen a movie where Zach Efron is capital B bad. I haven't seen the recent one. Uh, the Iron Claw. One where he's got the. Well, is that out yet? Uh, certain places. Uh, I I was talking about the one where he's got a daughter who shits fire or whatever it is. Oh well, nobody watched Firebringer. I think Zac Efron did great. However, I think it would have been better if they just had Matthew Perry play 17-year-old him and everybody just pretended he looked 17. That was actually him. That would have been fun. Just every scene, they're like, wow, 
you uh you look like you're 17 and he goes could i be any more 17 yeah they, <laughs> that's all the they chance needed. to say you look 17 again over and over again yeah. and then he'd be like oh that that's the title of the movie I think they he was on set a lot. I think they worked together. They had to have because Zach, like that's part of what makes Zac Efron's performance good is he's a believable young Matthew Perry, which like I feel like if you put the two guys next to each other without this movie, that would be like that's weird casting. I feel like I but, mean, like they it's, em- they embodied each other. It's not spot on. But if you look at, like, Matthew Perry pictures from, like, when Friends started and, like, earlier, it's not the worst. Um, Yeah, Yeah, like, if you look at his young picture at the end during the credits, Mm -hmm. like, they kind of look alike. And, like, when Zac Efron's doing that big speech to, like, Stan telling everyone he has a small wiener, I feel like he did have, like, Matthew Perry inflection he did to it yeah yeah that brand of sarcasm uh the extra's name is Jesse Hyman hey man he's like curly he's got glasses uh he was in 17 again social network forgetting Sarah Marshall knocked up shaggy dog win a day with Tad Hamilton freaky Friday uh spider-man stuff like that he was in catch me if you can we talked about him this year he yeah, was a student yeah, this uh, this is not doing anything for me. I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, he was the mascot. I was right. Um, the young version of Leslie Mann, on the other hand, I thought she looked a lot more like a 17-year-old um, to the mom from Cheaper by the Dozen. Not Helen Hunt. Helen. Holly Hunt. No, not Holly Hunter. No, no. that's. Is that not Helen Hunt? Is it not Helen Hunt? Pretty sure it's Helen Hunt. I yeah I get that. Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh, she yeah, her face and Leslie Mann's face were like different. Yeah, I think Leslie. <laughs> I think Leslie Mann's is like longer. But Not I guess in well, a negative. Pregnancy changes you. Pregnancy does you know, change. It you. changes your hair to red and curly. And yeah, I mean that 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 could be feed? a haircut. Yeah, I like, mean, over the course of twenty years, you could change your hair. You can't change your head. That's true. And if you're Jim, and if you're Jim Gaffigan, you don't change a goddamn thing. <laughs> you look exactly the same. No, his hair was his hair was a little thinner. They made it thinner and they changed the color. But he looked. I was like, I thought they would really age him, or like, I I don't know. Yeah, at the end when he's like having like the flashbacks between when he was seventeen and now, mm-hmm. no difference. That yeah, with they Jim. they None. do they do None. a match cut of like older Jim Gaffigan and newer Jim Gaffigan going, "What are you doing?" And I'm just like, that was the same shot. They just took off his hat. It's like a spiral from the Book of Saw. You can tell Jim Gaffigan is young because he's wearing a hat. I wish that uh, Jim Gaffigan wore more hats. For sure, always. No, I wish that they gave uh, Matthew Perry, like, him and Leslie Mann started a thing at the end. It was like, oh, I'm going to sell lawns. Like, her whole thing was, these are my clients are going to look at this. And he was like, he was like the account manager for that business or something, instead of just saying the basketball thing, because it's not going to pay for that house. I don't know. I don't have to tell you. They got two kids. I don't know. One of them's going to Georgetown. They Georgetown yeah. to begin with. Uh, like, they, they probably... No, he's a pharmaceutical rep. Yeah, like, they make that, money. That's a lot of money. How'd he get that job? Like He was uh, like, shit, I need this. And like, I don't know, if you're Zac Efron and you're young and you're like, I can sell drugs. Like, it he'd, doesn't he'd be a smooth start, talker. I mean, it doesn't start as a lot of money. Uh, but there, that's one of those things that there's like an easy entry path. Mm-hmm. He probably sold a bunch of stuff to the ladies because the ladies love Zac Efron. He's the lady's choice. Well, it sounded like they were selling boner pills because the guy was like, our new angle is that having an erection yeah. for yeah. four more hours isn't a bad thing. 
Yeah, but in like certain situations. But like, yeah. When I was on my last stores. job hunt, I uh, did. I turned down everything. Like, I didn't apply to anything that said it was pharmaceutical. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a certain degree of ethics that go with that. You know who else is in this movie that I like a lot? Jan from The Office. Man, t- take it or leave it. She's good. Brian Doyle Murray, the janitor, Bill Murray's brother. Yeah. I love him because you see him and you're like, that's a little old man. I bet he'll have a normal voice. And then he's just like, hey, kid, you want to think about the old days, huh? What about seeing that man led you to believe he would have a normal voice? I always assume everyone will have a normal voice. And then he, but this is especially what? weird. The man. It's dressed like a portly Steve Zazu in the, like, mopping the floor. You thought that guy's voice is going to come out and he's going to be like, hello, welcome to the past. I didn't think it would be the Flying Dutchman from Spongebob. <laughs> Look at him! Yeah, he looks like a little, he looks like a little gnome man. <laughs> he actually looks like Santa, and I will die on this hill that this is a secret Christmas movie because he does look like Santa. He does look like he Santa. He has magical powers. Like, trying to teach Zac Efron slash Matthew Perry the true meaning of life. I'm just gonna... It is... I'm just gonna follow that up with a quick question, and that is, do you know what Christmas is? Well, it is kind of a wonderful life thing, but not really. Do you know It's a Wonderful Life? I have heard the argument that It's a Wonderful Life life could be not a Christmas movie until the end. Yeah. Um, But you know what they do to cement that it's a Christmas movie? They say hot dog. They end it at fucking Christmas. That's true. This is uh, summertime. April? Well, it's baseball season or a basketball basketball season. season. So it's like it's the end of basketball season. So So it's like February, March. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I guess that's when high school basketball went till. Yeah. Oh, then they also had tryouts at the beginning. They, so. they, they did. They yeah, keep... they montaged through most of the season. They, they built that whole yard. They could have done a Christmas thing, but like we wouldn't be able to tell because California. Christmas is would have been like the beginning-ish of the season. I guess, and you never see Thomas Lennon. Yeah, give, when Santa you never shows You never see Thomas up. Lennon give him a little toy and be like, you are my son, here is a toy. Thomas Lennon. Killing it. Thomas Lennon, one of the writers of The Past Fire. He's Ned Gold, Mike's best friend. Introduced the world to the concept of peacocking. I'm sure he didn't make it up, but like it was funny. In my head, he did. He was. This he, was the first time I heard it. He was a lot of fun. That's not really how. Not the uh, first time I heard it like this afternoon. Like, right. Back in 2009. Uh, he's a lot of fun. It's not usually how geeks, uh, start dating, but you know, it's cute the way him and, uh, the principal hook up by talking Elvish and she's like, damn, it's hot when he runs into basketball games and goes, I'm wearing an invisibility cloak. And she goes, fuck me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's okay because he has an invisibility cloak. (laughs) He does. That (laughs) happened. Does he ever explain the situation to her? Do you think? I that's my biggest issue cuz like, like they they fuck at the end. So I'm assuming he sees Mike as Matthew Perry and is like, "Oh, well, I'm not a parent of one of your students anymore." And she'll be like, "What are you talking about?" And he'll be like, "Oh, that was my friend, but uh now he's old." Yeah, don't worry. He's 37 again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what how- he went through a weird vortex hallway and aged 20 years. Because it's not like that time doesn't happen because the boy still gets to be on the basketball team. Yeah. He wins the game. Yeah, like, she, he'll, like, there, and people will have memories of him and know him. But not, it's just like, oh, he's just old now, I guess. Okay. Yeah, like, how do you explain that to his daughter who mm-hmm. had a crush on him? That, I, like, you don't. Oh, your dad was young. <laughs> I was okay, genuinely waiting. When they say, where's Uncle Ned's kid? Like, his son became so close to mm-hmm. Mark. Ned says, and it's like, oh. Ned says, I don't know what you're talking about. That was never, I never had that. <laughs> Ned says, I was trying. Oh, he's just gaslight the kid. <laughs> yeah. Ned says, I was trying to do a Star Wars and I killed him, but I'm so rich that, uh. Nobody, uh, nobody arrested me. 
Yeah, this was one of the one of the houses, one of those uh, houses from that era of movie, like the bench warmers house, where it's just full of nerd shit <laughs> for no goddamn reason. <laughs> cool rich guy nerd house. I I dig a cool rich guy nerd house, like the full size stormtrooper like statue was a little much, but like it was neat. I like nerd shit. It's cool, I guess. Yeah, you lie to the daughter. You gotta lie to the daughter. I I was hoping that there was a post credit scene of just, like, you just see, like, the exterior of the house, or, like, they're all sitting down for dinner, and the daughter's like, hey, where have you been, Dad? And then it, like, cuts out, and you just hear her scream, like, you were what? I, and I was yeah, like, tell her. I was like, that'd be funny. It would fuck her up, and, like, she'd go to Georgetown, and they're like, oh, hey... <laughs> Uh, let's do an introduction. What's your name? Where are you from? Give us a fun fact about yourself. She's like, my name is Maggie O'Donnell. I'm from California. Fun fact, I almost fucked my dad this year. My name is the Ice Princess. (laughs) Hope you're getting your fill right now, because it's over after this. She really hasn't done much since this, has she? She was around big at this time. She was. She was in Buffy. Like People knew Michelle Trachtenberg. And then I don't know what happened. She got in a fight with an ice skate. I mean, she was in the Gossip Girl reboot. Cool. And Robot Chicken. A short Is Robot f- Chicken still awesome. Yeah, Robot, Ch- Robot Chicken's still going. Uh, she has not been in it since 2018, it seems. Yeah, she must. Something must be going on in her personal life that she's not acting. But like, you know. She's ice skating. Probably resolving trauma about almost fucking her dad when he was 17 again. Well, you see, this is not her real dad. Or she's just waiting for that Inspector Gadget legacy sequel. Where she can become Inspector Gadget. Because she was the daughter in Inspector Gadget, you see. Mm. You know who's actually working on the Disney Plus Inspector Gadget movie? The real Inspector Gadget? Mikey Day. Nice. You hate Mikey Day. He's on and off. I think he shouldn't be on SNL now. I think he should have moved on. But What are they going to do? They're just going to fully turn it over to people who don't do any sketches? He's not a he's not a winner, but he's he's from the last team that was made up of winners. I I like James Austin Johnson. James Austin Johnson is good. I think this incoming batch is all pretty solid. This incoming batch of the more what, the just more that lady the more recent people no i i think chloe trost is all right i do really like sarah sherman i think that marcelo hernandez is coming into his own more james austin johnson obviously um but how many solid devin walker has been popping up more and more and i've been liking him every time i see him but are the episodes themselves good no they are very hit and miss and i think that's Partially because of too many cooks in the kitchen, because they want to keep so many people there. Before you the think it's because of Mikey Day? I think he shows up too much, and I think he should have moved on by now. Because a lot think, of people from his tenure have moved on. You think Mikey Day is Shannon the reason? Is literally on mute. <laughs> she does not give a shit about SNL talk. Mikey Day is the reason sorry, Giant Horse didn't work. <laughs> that's not even. Be- that's not better. I'm sorry. No, Giant I didn't Horse. watch all of SNL to prepare for this. No, Giant Horse didn't work because it wasn't. It was. It was too high concept. It wasn't Mikey Day's fault. I didn't blame Mikey Day. <laughs> I didn't. Sounds like you're blaming Mikey Day. <laughs> I just. I don't know. He pops up, and I go, "Okay, they're putting him in like every sketch again this week." All right. Not. Not. Not a fan. It's their building. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't need to be the Mikey Day show. Um, anyway. I feel bad. I don't know. I think the kids are going to figure it out. I like. I think it'll work, yeah. No. No, like, they're going to figure out that oh, their dad that, was... That dad was... What are you talking about? That dad was the boy. Yeah. Uh, oh, my best friend is my dad. That's weird that, that he would be 17 again and not tell me. I, th- I feel like Alex would just be like, holy shit, you you had a magic thing happen to you? 
magic is real? Alex like, has she's... some idea. It's not as big of a deal for Alex. It Alex is just watched him trying to bonding. pork the mom a hundred times. <laughs> and so this so is I like... I feel like he was like Alex. Alex's closest friend. Like, Alex didn't have friends. He was getting his hands Alex, duct taped Alex to his has ass, friends now. And then Mark shows up. But, but surprise, he Mark has friends. your dad. He has friends after Mark, though. Yeah. So, like... It could just be like a, hey, dad, thanks for helping me get friends. And then the Matthew girl Perry doesn't would, know. Says, and then Matthew Perry hey, would be dad, like, thanks for not fucking me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just <laughs> every. Holiday. Sorry, I growled at you. Like, <laughs> climbing on furniture. Do you think like he would like cat? Do you think he would like hang that over his <laughs> hang that over her head of just like making fun of her? <laughs> Of just like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Oh, be careful. She tried to fuck me once. <laughs> no, but you see, it was Don't a magic. Growl like a lion. <laughs> a little magic Brian Doyle Murray gnome turned me back into a kid, you see. I think you gotta pretend. You pretend for the girl. And did. Were there no, like, I don't know, photo albums? Or, like, did they never see a picture of their dad when he was young? <laughs> but, like, do they. Have they looked at pictures of their dad when he's young enough? Also to true. see somebody and be like, ah, oh, that's him. But like, I don't know. I feel like if I saw somebody walking around outside and they were a 17 year old version of my dad, I would recognize them. Or like, I don't know if my mom walked up to a random friend of mine and like grabbed his face and was like, you look like my husband. I would be like, why would my mom say that? And then I'd find a young picture and be like, holy fuck, he does. I'd go, this must be Brian it. Doyle Murray, no magic. I'd say, mom, stop it. Okay. That's, That's it. my friend from school. Stop it. <laughs> You're touching is what I his face say. too much. And stop hanging around with the, ra- the rabies lady from Scrubs and Mad TV. <laughs> Uh, Naomi. Yeah, yeah, she gets rabies and scrubs. Ah, Nicole she Sullivan. Corrected. Yeah, she's a Mad TV lady. Like she does a lot of stuff. She's a Mad TV. She was on King of Queens. Like a big giveaway that could have saved Matthew Perry slash Zach Efron so much. Pain His name is Mike. This. We can call him Mike. <laughs> All right, could have saved want. Mike so much pain during this is when he like meets um his wife and uh, Naomi for like the first time. And he calls Naomi, Naomi. And she says, it's Naomi. And he says, okay, whatever. Don't care. Like exact same line Mm -hmm. that Matthew Perry said the last time he saw them. Like, why wouldn't the wife be like, wow, that's really weird. He looks like my ex-husband when he was 17. And he has the same attitude towards my friend called her the same name he called me scar like but you're just gonna assume that that's him that's also part of it of like we need to think of it also from like it's the same world as ours so we wouldn't automatically be like well this must be magic you know like magic doesn't exist to most people Mm, it existed to ned he was on board like well yeah almost immediately because he's a dork. He was like, hey, here are the things I know about you. I turned 17 again. And he was like, movies, stories, they all follow a pattern. I think I would prefer to do the kid version. Um, but like the reverse of what happened in that stupid movie where you're, you're like. Oh, you meet the younger self. Yeah, you meet your younger self. And then you're like, look it, bud. It's game time. Here's what needs to happen. So you would want. Matthew Perry to time travel? No, 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 not for the movie. I'm saying like my personal preference because oh. I feel like just waking up in my house at 17 tomorrow, like <laughs> that doesn't really do me a lot of good. Like now I just am like, where where do I go? I can't use any of my stuff. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's not like your fingerprint has changed. You my, it's not that phone. like my fingerprint has changed, but like they won't sell me beer with my license. That's true. Um, so you wouldn't buy beer. You know, like, I don't know, like, what am I? I don't know. I don't know if my stuff's going to work the same. Whereas if you are like, you know, you, you have, you take on a coach mentality to a 12-year-old, 13-year-old you who is Spencer Breslin. Yeah. Uh, I I think 
part of this also part of the thing that is solving the questions and gripes we have about this movie that we all like, but like we're just being really nitpicky about. Uh, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it would work better if it wasn't his hometown high school. Because like you just want him lost in the desert. No, but Homeboy like boy turns up 17. I think there's more questions that raise from Jim Gaffigan is the same uh, coach. Like, do they they were a really good basketball team? Do they not like have an old picture hanging up in a trophy case? They do because Matthew Perry looks at it. Yeah. And like no one goes same kid. Hey, man. Like it's nobody- well, even the the janitor was like, "That's not you in the picture. That's from 1989." Yeah, like, but take two seconds and look closer, man. Nah, that guy's hair is wavy, and yours is Justin Bieber straight. Was that before or after he got his hair cut? Because when he was first seventeen again, he did have the long wavy hair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, true. I don't know. It was mm. it like. I feel like if it was not in his alma mater, then like there might be something. But then like, how did? Yeah, it, it, but then if you drop in some other school, what's the point? His kids. Yeah, but his kids are at the other school. Now you're not in the no, proximity the, the, to help. The them. whole thing would be set in a different spot in this fake scenario. Hmm. They would not be going to his alma mater. Like Mad Max, they're all in the desert. Nobody's searching in for milk or the whatever. Desert. That's what they do, right? They're searching for water in Mad Max. Yeah, but like, oh, they, they have milk. Isn't there a milk thing? There is a milk is a thing. Different movie. Uh, there is a milk thing. The I think <clears throat> Immortan Joe does like has a bunch of milkmaids to feed his babies or whatever, and to feed himself because he's very feeble. It's been a while since I watched Fairy Road, but like, I should. Furiosa is dropping next year. Yeah. I liked Fury. But I feel like the fact that he helped his kids so much before, like, really, like, going after his wife helped him get his wife back. Yeah. Because, like, helping his kids allowed him to have that conversation with her of, like, they're great kids. Like, I care about them so much. And she's like, your family. And then he smooches her and she, like, freaks out. Mm-hmm. But, like... How would it work if his kids went to a different school? In this scenario, they're still going to the same school. It's just not his alma mater. He didn't go to that school? Yes. In this, but then, in what's this, the point? The same, yeah, he's not going to find Santa because he can't stare. The exact same thing older. happens. He just happened to not go to that high school as a child. Then he can't play on his old basketball team. No, but he can play yeah, on a basketball team. Yeah, he can a picture of him yeah. from 1989. Right, and, and no that. one else can, so no one can go same guy. Oh, nobody else is going same guy. I think you're overestimating how often people are walking through the halls of a high school looking at trophy case pictures. True. But not one person did that? Um, two, not two people did that because the janitor kind of did, but then immediately went, fuck you, kid. You're the wrong. The janitor is fake. He's not No, the real. lady janitor. Oh, well, the lady janitor. I would have referred to Brian Doyle Murray as Brian Doyle Murray. I don't know. I think your only problem is the Jim Gaffigan coach. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that he doesn't mention it at all until he says not again. It was weird. But I would be... Willing to bet that there is a version of this script and recording that like had some more stuff about it, and they were like, it wasn't really funny, so we left it on the cutting room floor. That's also more than probable. Uh, this I thought this was reviewed better than what it was. No, I was pretty sure that it p- uh, critics didn't like it. Yeah, it's got a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes with an average rating of 5.4%. Uh, it seemed like it was mostly people being like formulaic people, uh, which like it is formulaic, but it's fun. It's, it's fine. It's charming. I don't know. I feel like critics always hate family comedies. Not always, Not always. but they're easier to pick apart because they're like well-trodden territory most of the time. Yeah. Which like, it doesn't automatically make them bad. I feel like a lot of the times they're just dismissed as like, it was okay. It was harmless. It was fine. Yeah. 
But like this is good. I know like we're being nitpicky, but I feel like when you're watching a movie like this, you do need to like suspend some like beliefs about reality and just accept like, oh, that's how the magic Santa gnome works. Yeah, and, it's like, like some things establish their rules really hard, and I feel like that's happening more and more in movies of just like these are the rules of the magic, and this is just like now you're young because I tried to kill myself and you made me stop. I think it's like uh, it's like a response to the way that culture is right now, and I very clearly like uh, this wasn't this was in the past. No, current movies really solidifying their rules. Like mm. you have seen a pretty sharp increase of, and this isn't like bad or good. It's just sort of how it is. There's a lot of reaction content. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. Yeah, it's the same as everything. But there is a genre of that kind of cinema Sin- sins type yeah, nitpick honest yeah. trailer stuff and like th- this is not to shit on that you know no. sometimes sometimes that stuff makes me laugh but there is that thought now of like what are the rules how does this work whereas i feel like when you watch big you're not like w- nobody watched that movie for the first time and we're like oh how does the rules work it's all you know? far made him big yeah Saltar did it. No, I watched Talk to Me when it came out earlier this year, and something I appreciated about that movie is that they didn't over-explain how like holding the hand and like seeing dead people work. It was just like, yeah, this is how it works. Like, I don't know, we got the hand from somebody else. It's weird. And, like it just that does. was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it is nice when like some sci-fi stuff is just like this is just this. It is what it is. And you go, okay. Yeah. I also think there's some truth to, this isn't every time, but if you are thinking a lot about the rules of the sci-fi stuff, a lot of times that means the movie's not doing its job. Yeah. You're thinking too much about the set dressing because you're bored with what's going on. Yeah. Leslie Mann is only 13 years older than Michelle Trachtenberg. How about that? God, you, it, we didn't do it. In my head, I really what was bouncing around was still. Uh, what? <laughs> all the time. Uh, and yeah, that's how ages work. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I also like how you were like, I didn't say it. And then you said it and it flopped as hard as it would have if you just said it. Uh, yeah, no, that's how ages work. You're 13 years apart all the time. Uh, I do like how this was in the age of trying to make Zac Efron a major movie star, but they went, what do people like him for? Basketball and musicals. Let's put him in a musical movie, and then next year we put him in a basketball movie. <laughs> Both smash hits. Yeah. I Both d- perfect films. We have gone on and on about our love for Hairspray on this show because it's, it's fantastic. It's perfect. Also good. Not the one I had in my head. Uh, there was a different 2008 You were there in High School Musical 3. Yeah. Uh, but Hairspray is, yeah, it's great. Hairspray was the musical. This was the basketball. High School Musical 3 was in between to bridge the gap. And that's High School Musical. Like the whole trilogy is where you learn that you like Zac Efron in musical movies about basketball. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he also did have me and Orson Welles in 2008. Everybody forgets about me and or- Orson Welles. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Uh, he was a guy who hung out with Orson Welles. I thought you were going to tell me who Orson Welles was. I, like, I know that part. Yeah. I don't know the film. <laughs> but yeah, and then after this, like, after this, he was kind of in like a little fallow period until he started going, what if I did funny stuff? And... We took it for granted as a society, and then he stopped doing that, and it sucks. He'll come back. He, he was good in, like, the Neighbors movies and Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I didn't see Dirty Grandpa. I heard Dirty Grandpa's, you know, something. Baywatch was not good, but uh, underrated. I did not see Baywatch. Uh, my cousin was like, oh, man, you're over, like, you're 22. I'm not 17 yet, but, like... Maybe you can take me to go see Baywatch. And I was like, or I could take you and your brother. We could all go see Captain Underpants. How about that? 
you, like a <laughs> narc, dude. No, because like a I, big narc. Because I wanted to see Captain Underpants, and I had no interest in Baywatch. And Captain Underpants is good. Uh, I Josh Kubasik and I saw Baywatch, and like, there's a point in the beginning where they're talking about stuff that they're gonna do, and I just kept turning to him and going, "They are fucking lifeguards." what the hell and then like they said lifeguard pursuit at one point and one of the other characters was like what the fuck does that even mean and josh and i were like thank you uh but you know it was fun i i think connor already said this but like zach efron good in everything he's in like he's just a solid guy yeah like he was he was getting great as showman. I think I do think he's underrated as a good Fred voice in Scoob. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody Scoob. saw Scoob, but he's a very funny Fred. I think he plays up. He, he plays. <laughs> I I think he's he very, could not be either. I just <laughs> yeah. Some it people there. might be like, dude, fuck this guy is Fred, <laughs> but like he plays up the dumb a lot, and I'm like, I like that. Fred should be dumb. Um. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Uh, this was adapted into a South Korean TV show called 18 again. And I think there was a musical at some point or like there recently, I think. Um, wasn't it in the past couple of years? It was, it was off and there was some rumblings about it. I know there were rumblings about it. Uh, there was like a developmental lab. I think there was like a, I think it did a tryout in Japan or somewhere in Asia. Uh, as of 2016, the team oh. behind First Date did a score of it. And that's fun. I like First Date. Yeah. But the fact that it was 2016 and we haven't heard anything since yeah, doesn't th- bode well. Yeah, I think it's gone the way of the Little Miss Sunshine musical. Which like, not not anywhere. Good movie though. Yeah, good movie. Um, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about it other than it's fun. Like the party scenes are nuts, but like you know, it's a high school movie, so like the party scenes have to Dude, be way over the top. When are we watching Project X? Oh Jesus Christ! You want to talk about ridiculous high school party scenes? Well, yeah, that that's what the whole thing was about. <sighs> Are they ridiculous parties, or were we just not invited to those high Have you seen also, Project X? That's also possible. No. Oh, my God. Although, dude. I was invited to some parties in my day. Not a Project X party. No. No. It was it was just a party. They were, they were, they were drinking at them, though. Yeah. But it Nobody wasn't... crashed a car into the pool. Correct. Nobody crashed a car <clears throat> into the pool. Nobody showed up with a flamethrower. Correct. None of those things happen because I did not live in a movie. Uh, this made $139.5 million on a $40 million budget. So, like, they could have kept going with this. They could have done 21 again. I don't think there's, like, room for a sequel. No, here. there isn't. They, like, the way to do a sequel would be someone else gets 17 again. And it's Brian Doyle Murray again being like, I just keep trying to jump off bridges. You know? Like what they were gonna do with the um, Freaky Friday, with the, oh, right, the, the grandpa brother and, and the, the grandfather. Yeah, I, they didn't do it. I don't. I don't think that was a real like sequel setup. I think it was just a funny little thing. But it could have been. It could have been. I don't know. I feel like if the daughter had stayed with Stan, like if Maggie stayed with Stan and then went to the community college and he did the Home Depot thing then you could do a 17 again sequel with Maggie. Oh, you mean Machine Gun Kelly? It's actually Hunter Parrish from the uh, Godspell new cast recording. Sure, dude. That's Machine Gun Kelly. I like how Gun you Kelly. know he's a bad person because he has a neck tattoo. He has a neck tattoo and school. bleached blonde hair and you go, piece of shit. And if you weren't sure, she says again, like, stop hitting him. You're going to go back to jail again. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a bad. Uh, he's also an RV. Yeah, you know, he's Earl Gernickel. That's a that's a film. I thought you'd be like RV. I saw it. You know, Robin Williams, he's on his Blackberry in the toilet. 
I don't uh, really remember. Josh he might be a realtor. Josh Hutcherson says South Bitch Diet. I just remember <clears throat> being 11 years old and being like, this PG movie said bitch. This is something else. It was not as good as 17 again this week. It film. was not. Uh, d- speaking of comparing things to 17 again, do we want to move on to the criteria? Have yeah. we talked enough about things that aren't this movie? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> For a movie we all really like, we were not focused. Uh, all right. It's the criteria. We do it every week. It's how we compare this movie to the past fire. First up, how's the soundtrack? It's good. It's not uh, for me. It's not the 2000s pop punk past fire nonsense, but like, I don't know. They play Fergalicious at one point when the cheerleaders they do did. dance. They and did I go, play Fergalicious. Um, yeah, I feel like that's the only song I really remember from it. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's Motion City soundtrack on it. Movie loses points uh, for the same thing High School Musical 1 does, which is Zach Efron's there, but you don't have them sing. Yeah, I yeah he should have done a karaoke number, but this might have been when he was trying to back away from the musical boy thing. Uh, is there anything in this film that's as memorable as the Peter Panda dance? Your big memorable sticks in your head moment. Yeah, when uh they first go to the principal's office. And Zac Efron is dressed like Kevin Federline. And he <laughs> goes, this is, and uh, Thomas Lennon goes, this is my son. And Zac Efron just goes, sup. I remember that from the trailers. And then when it got to that point in the movie, I was like, hey, it's the sup part. He's going to get beat up. And Thomas Lennon's going to talk about YouTube. And then he did. Yeah, Tom Lennon in most of it. Just everything he does. He's a fun comedic presence. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just like I like I really liked the hand like popping out when he like watches the guy jump over the bridge and Matthew Perry's like ready to slip off the bridge. But then like you have like the water following like kind of throughout it. Not fully, but like mm-hmm. when he's like, what am I supposed to do? And then like there's just like electricity crackling and then he realizes he's standing like standing in a puddle of water and then uh he like follows his wife at the end and you have the vortex again yeah but like not like the peter panda dance there are no vortexes in the peter panda dance (laughs) there's just lasers and fire uh who's your brad garrett carol kane memorable bizarre scene stealing side character of the movie Is Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, they should make that guy play a frog. I was going to say it, just Uncle Ned pursuing. Pursuing the principal. Yeah. Uh, yes, Bye my favorite character in the a- film is Ned Pursue Lady. <laughs> but I feel like that is a side plot. He buys her a bus with yeah, a but- Christmas bow on it, further proving it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> we asked for a character. Ah, uh, yes. Favorite character is win by bus. You could, you could, you could use the pursuing the lady for the next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, is there anything as batshit insane as the one scene sound of music subplot from the past fire? In case you don't know what it is, watch the movie yourself. You'll figure it out. Is this where you wanted to put the I Ned a pursues lady? Shannon's got something for this one. Yeah, wait, I mixed up the question. <laughs> We specifically asked character, and you were like, my favorite plot. Favorite plot. Definitely makes up the question. Also, so you just assumed we went, my favorite subplot is Brian Doyle Murray. And you went, that's okay, my turn to talk. <laughs> He's like a bus. I guess it's not a subplot if it is. <laughs> just what's what's crazy it doesn't have to be a subplot is there crazy shit in this movie is there a crazy thing eight I, crazy nights i don't want to say the obvious thing because like the obvious insane out of nowhere thing is the daughter try to fuck the dad that counts While making weird lion <clears throat> voices yeah she's pretending to be a lion right 
I, I yeah, I guess. And then she goes, "Oh fuck, you're gay." And he never goes, "I'm your dad." Yeah, he just says, "I'm not gay." <laughs> Not I'm your dad. Are you confused? Yeah, I'm really confused right now. It's a that's a good exchange. Did, did did you did you agree with the? I didn't know if Shannon wanted to say more about the bus gift or what was going on there. <laughs> and the... you mean the Christmas? It, it, it's a weird gift. I don't get why he's gifting the principal a bus. I feel like it would make sense if she was a bus driver or a superintendent. <laughs> like... I don't think he's giving yeah. her the bus. I think he's just getting off it. I think it's just wrapped because he's no. It says to Jane, like it, in a yeah. heart tag or something. Yeah, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a giving the bus thing. It's just the, the gift is him riding the bus. Yeah, like he rode in on the. I think it's like a peacocking thing. I mean, yeah, it's obviously a peacocking <clears> thing, <throat> but like, yeah. Also, like you could have one of those bows for your birthday, or just as a gift. I like when he buys the laptops. He does buy a lot of laptops. Yeah. He speaks in Elvish. Um, I would say the social scene of the school is the thing. Um, they have that weird condom class. Um, mm-hmm. with oh, the girl from the internship is in this. We didn't talk about it. Griflick. Uh, every time I watch this movie, I go, uh, is that the lady from that thing? And then it's always from the internship. Every time I look it up. Anyway, the, the social scene of the school is hard to get a feel for it. Um, uh, machine gun Kelly is, is duct taping the discount Josh Hutchinson's hands to his balls or whatever. Like you're in class where I, I just pulled up the, uh, yes. Yeah. T, 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 uh, I know her from the good place. Yeah. Before the good place though. She was in the internship. Yeah, but one of those is much better. Yeah, it's the internship. Every time. Internship sucks. Um, No. Anyway, they have that condom class, um, which, like, could have been normal. Health class, yeah. Like, yeah, it could have been normal. Uh, I went to health class. We talked about stuff. Um, We did get, like, one condom. Uh, I feel like there wasn't a, a bathroom magazine basket full of condoms that they passed out because what would have happened is what happened there. Uh, some kid asshole. Yeah, <laughs> would have just been you taking fistfuls and you're really trying to, uh, you're really trying to avoid that as the teacher. You're trying to make that as, as painless as possible for a horrible class to teach anyway. Yeah. So you think like everybody's one way you think the culture of the school is one thing. And then all the badass kids are having a birthday party with balloons and cake at the bowling alley. Yeah, they wanted to go bowling. I just want to go back to the health class and the analogy she uses for like preventing seniors from having sex is like telling a porcupine to shit goat cheese or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, who wrote that? Funny what nonsense. Well, is, so it, that's um. It means that's, funny. What's her name? She's also a comedian. It means she? funny nonsense. I think isn't so. that? Uh, I can't think of her name right now. I mm. can't either. Uh, so she might have wrote it. Uh, Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho is funny. Bang bang, dude. <sighs> it, it's not really a bang bang if you didn't know her name. You just went funny lady. More than you knew. No, I I was aware that she was a comedian. I'd seen her somewhere before. All right. Uh, what's your ranking and rating for this film against the Bats Fire? I'll save my impression of what the internship is for 90 minutes for another time. Uh, I'm going to give 17 again. Five out of five bread and butter pickles. But I'm going to give the pacifier... Five out of five dill pickles, which are the superior pickle. I, I think the pacifier is just better, uh, even though there were some like loopholes. And we talked about how you don't have to explain everything. Like there's just too much in the open. Are the kids going to find out it was their dad or not? Like, how do you work through that? That's half the sequel I want. The daughter going to therapy after she learned she almost fucked her dad <laughs> in high school. Uh, yeah, I give this... Uh... You know, I give this three and a half leather jackets out of five. 
it's good. It's fun. It's a solid, fun comedy. It's not to the level of the pacifier, though. I'm going to give it two MILFs. Two MILFs way up out of two MILFs. Movie good. Uh, Not as good as the pacifier, but the pacifier doesn't have a rating with MILFs because there's no MILFs in it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who's the second MILF? Jan from the office. <laughs> she doesn't have kids. She's single. Doesn't matter. The, <laughs> the first letter of the MILF. The MILF rating I, has spoken. There needs to be a kid for the first letter in MILF. Uh, the, the Ned is basically a Mark. big kid. That's disturbing. <laughs> What'd you say? She'll adopt Mark and the son she'll never, the stepson she'll never see again will be like her son. Sure. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, I also feel like it would be remiss to go through this entire episode without mentioning Rest in Peace, Matthew Perry. What a weird place to put that. Yeah, I know. I didn't know where to put it, but I felt (laughs) like So you chose nestled after, in between two MILFs and (laughs) fill it up with diesel? Oh, right. I forgot about fill it up with diesel. I thought this would be right before the coming attractions game of like, uh, all right, we're closing the book on this. So I'll cut that out and then uh, say it after Fill It Up With Diesel. So now it is time for us to play Fill It Up With Diesel, the game in the show where we, show. I, I do, twisted do, 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 do. the cord on my headphones and it all went into the left ear and it was really weird. Uh, the game we play where we cast Vin Diesel somewhere in this movie. He can be replacing an actor. He can be an entirely new character. He can have his own plot line running concurrently to what's happening. Where would you put Vin Diesel in 17 again? Old Jim Gaffigan. He lost all him hair. He got shorter. He's Vin Diesel. He's the basketball coach. I think I'd make him the mascot and just give the mascot a bigger role in it. That works. like... The mascot from 1989 and the mascot from 2008. Like, just the same person. He never ages. He's like a genetically modified being. He's like Jim Gaffigan. <clears throat> He's like Geshi. Or Jim Gaffigan. Um, I think uh, the movie doesn't really have a big antagonist. Yeah. The threat yeah. of divorce <clears throat> is the antagonist, I would say. You know what? You know what it could be? Vin Diesel is fucking Leslie Mann. <laughs> no. Vin Diesel uh, also turns 17 again. Um, he plays... Uh, he's played by the guy who played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Okay. Not, I don't know. Not the guy who played <clears throat> Young Dom in F9? No, because that's like a... That happened a couple years ago. That's probably true. a child. Yeah, um, true. Good point. That guy, at least, I know is playing sort of a teenager. I don't really know a lot of teenage balds from this era. He can um, wear a cap. He could wear a cap. He could. Anybody could wear a bald cap. I guess it doesn't need to be the guy from Smallville. Anyway, uh, young young Mike had a bully in school. Um, it could be could be that kid who wanted to pick on uh, Ned. Uh, okay. And so he got older, and he serves as an antagonist to Mike in his later life as well. Uh, and when Mike gets young again, Vin Diesel gets young again. Um, now Vin Diesel is trying to ruin Matthew Perry's life further. And the way that he's trying to do that, I would scoop out machine gun Kelly from this story. Uh, Vin Diesel is trying to marry his daughter. (laughs) Okay. And now Matthew Perry has to stop this. I thought for a minute, and I would like to add this as a second idea, of Brian Doyle Murray is good gnome sending him back in time trying to fix his life. Finn Diesel is bad gnome trying to push him forward in time and fuck up his life even worse. And like he click? just Yeah, and he just keeps fluctuating between ages on the fly. I just want him to be the mascot. Get the mascot <laughs> a bigger want, role. I just want my simple thing. Okay. Before we go on to the coming attractions game, which will be cut out, it should be acknowledged. We shouldn't get to the end of this episode without saying rest in peace, Matthew Perry. 
Yeah, it, it was a great presence in this movie. Yeah, great, uh, great presence in comedy. Yeah, great we'll be missed. Great actor gone far too soon. We will miss him. So thank you so much for coming on, Shannon. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, anything you're doing anywhere people can find you online, whatever. Yeah, uh, I do improv with Lancaster Improv Players in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Follow us. Go to a show. If you're too far to go to a show, we stream them all on Twitch. No excuses for never watching one of my improv shows. You have never told me you did the Twitch thing. Mm. This is news. I probably haven't, but we've this been is doing news to me. <laughs> so that is an excuse. You can send nasty emojis <laughs> during the show. Every time Shannon it's talks, Twitch, right? Every time Shannon talks, yeah. send a poop and say <laughs> no highway option sent you. Uh, as yeah, the next time I'm up, we we can watch some improv if there's shows happening at the theater. A little bit of prov. Okay. <laughs> as for us, you can follow us anywhere at No Highway Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I said all of them, right? Yeah. You did. You're nailing it. Uh, you can Keep e- going. You can email us, nohighwaypod at gmail.com if you want to be on the show, if you have suggestions for movies, if you want to yell at us. If it- you're Rob Deerdick. If you're Rob Deerdick and just want to be like, what the fuck was that last episode? You can uh, email us if you're Zac Efron and you're mad that we, I don't know, didn't respect Baywatch enough. Sure. Now, come on and talk about Baywatch. If you're Zac Efron and you want to come on and talk shit about Rob Deerdick, come on. Sure. Um, Yeah, you can do all of that. Uh, uh, thank you to Ian C. Weber for composing our theme song. I think we totally forgot that last episode. Uh, the C this week stands for child. Child. Uh, follow the link in our show description to hear all of Ian's cool stuff. Uh, up next, do you hear that noise in the distance? It's Jingle Bells, because it's time to start the Snow Highway option, month of Christmas movies. So we got we got a bunch of great stuff coming up. We got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We got Violent Night. We got the Michael Keaton version of Jack Frost. We got Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Christmas is mostly over by that point. And, of course, the Santa Claus-a-thon, where we watch three Santa Claus movies and two seasons of television coming to you on Christmas Eve. Next up on the schedule is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We'll see if that changes. And that'll be good. It'll be a good one. It'll be fun. Uh, Yeah. So thank you again for coming on, Shannon. Thanks for having me. Uh, Tune in next week for Christmas. But for now, for no highway option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. Who have you been? Shannon. And as always, these have been all of our opinions, and if you didn't agree with us, that is too bad, because it's our way. No highway option. Option.